That sounds good.
professional about pronouncing how I ask the boss. Yeah. Has to kind of say it right. It gives me a little bit of Yeah. You know? She comes every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. You got married when you were 16? Uh, 17. Yeah. 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 Many things. <laughs> why, why is Logan interested in going to 
no. Um, well, he's got a brother that's in there. Yeah. I used to do for a short time. Not, not too long. Um, and then just a lot of friends that are Mormons that he went to school with. No, no, not, no, he's not going now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, um, yeah, they denied him. But, uh, yeah, that would be my, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 he does. Allison. Like I just got to talking to him about my mother, who was a Mormon, and he's, and then just a cult. Which <laughs> we'll never consider going to a different church again. Well, I don't believe in Christianity right now. Oh. Because. That's a problem. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is interesting. I've been reading some. Yeah. But all my physical therapies have been more more Catholics too. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, two things. George, are you going to be here tomorrow? Yep. The day? I'll be here 10 to 2. Tomorrow. 10 to 2. Okay. And then tomorrow, um, trying to get something. Can I still get something? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. And we need to fix this. Okay. When is it? It's noon to 2. Noon to 2. I can do that right now. Okay. That's easy. Fall to average high. No, no. So noon. So two. Boom. Should be changed now. Yeah, there we go. I sent out, out your uh, messenger. That goes, okay, this I'd like to get. I do that tomorrow. Okay, good. Here's that. And here's the back side. Okay. But don't put 17. Just leave that one off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then right. we're gonna run it. Get in for tomorrow, so for this week. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll skip a week, and we're going to do it a week after that. Okay. Like the week before, so we'll, okay. We'll skip a week, and then that way, see someone missed the first time. Okay. And the meeting that I put on there is on the, on the web page. Could we put that meeting date, which is the Tuesday the 29th? At, uh, where is it? Right here. Yeah. Yeah, I can put that in. Yeah. yeah. From this point on, just leave it in there. Okay. That'd be great. Okay. We're going to shoot for it. The elders go first Tuesday. The committee, the second committee goes the second Tuesday. We're going to go the third Tuesday, and the fourth Tuesday is when we have our um, right. facilities. Facility. And so okay. that's going to, I think that's what we're going to shoot for from here on out. That'll we'll work. discuss that. Okay. Just so I may look for it. Okay. There's a lot to remember. No. It helps that by hard copy. Yeah, yeah,
Thank you. 
night and rise for you. On account of Jesus' death on the cross and resurrection from the grave, God has forgiven us all. As a called and ordained servant of Christ by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are generously forgiven and we are
Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. 
house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for three hundred denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief, and having charge of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone, so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. The poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. When the large crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came, not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. He sang the name of God, hymn 550. Collectively, you ready for this? I've sold 
30 million copies. They have been translated from Japanese into Korean, Chinese into French, German, English, and more. Her 2011 book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, The Japanese Art of Decluttering and Organizing, has been published in more than 30 countries. It was a bestseller in Japan, in Europe, and also the United States. And in 2015, she was listed as one of Time's 100 Most Influential People in the World. Marie Kondo has struck gold because she realizes that people are surrounded by so much complexity and clutter. Just look at our garages, right? <laughs> There's a story of the father who was teaching his three-year-old daughter uh, the Lord's Prayer. And she would repeat the lines after him, and finally she decided one day it's time to go solo. And uh, so she's preparing, she's sitting there by her dad, and he's watching with all the pride as she carefully enunciated each word right up to, to the end of the prayer. Lead us not into temptation, she prayed, and deliver us from email. <laughs> no, in some ways she got it right. Deliver us from email. Complexity. Marie Kondo's method of organizing is known as Marie method. It consists of gathering all your belongings and in one category at a time and then keeping only those things, only those things that brings a spark of joy. The word in Japanese is tokamiku, and it means to flutter, throb, palpitate, in other words, sparks of joy. Who doesn't need to simplify? Anybody here? Who doesn't need to declutter? Who doesn't want tokimiku, sparks of joy in their life? This Lent, we are meeting witnesses to Christ's passion in John's Gospel. And today, John introduces us to Marie Kondo of the Bible. And who would that be? Mary. Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus. Mary, who helps us, you and me, to simplify and declutter. Mary helps us experience tokimiku, sparks of joy. So how does Mary do it? She replaces get with get. That's it. Nothing else. She replaces get with get. It sounds pretty simple. Get only clutter things. Get only confuses things. Get only makes us miserable. Get ahead. Get back. Get even. Get more. And whatever you do, make sure you get revenge. Mary replaces get with give. Mary gives freely. Mary gives extravagantly. Mary gives joyfully. Anybody here stuck in an emotional rut? Have you lost your zest and your zeal? Do you want to be alive again? 
He wants sparks of joy in your life. Mary has a simple program. Replace get with give. And here's the context of all that. You have to go back to the gospel, John's Gospel, the 11th chapter. That's when Lazarus dies. Now, for four days, he stinks. Not just a little. He stinks a lot. It's hot there. And they don't have coffins as we think of them to be. And Jesus stands in front of that tomb. Do you remember what he did? Cry. He weeped for his friend. But then he shouts, Lazarus stands or come out. Sorry, I hit myself. Lazarus, come out. Come out of that tomb. And what does Lazarus do? He stumbles on out. Alive with his shroud still wrapped around him like a used cocoon. And as for the Jewish leaders, this was the last straw. By raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus moves from the category of manageable nuisance to the category of serious threat. So from that day on, they made plans to put him to death. That's also John 11, verse 53. So Christ's days, now, days are now numbered. And as we come into the 12th chapter of John, Jesus has a price on his head, but so does Lazarus. The chief priest made plans to put Lazarus to death too, death also. For the simple reason is that because of account of Lazarus being raised from the dead, people are leaving the Jews and believing in Jesus. John 12, verse 10 to 11. The Pharisees simply think we must destroy Jesus. And we must destroy all the evidence. Lazarus is evidence of what Jesus has done. So he must be destroyed. And that's the context that we find Mary. And she gets this pound of expensive ointment and she anoints Jesus' feet. She wipes his feet with her hair. Kind of a strange sight for us. It was a strange sight for those sitting there also. And how much did the ointment cost? Maybe you want to take a guess. Well, John tells us in verse 5 it's worth about a year's income. Anybody here buy perfume? Worth a year's worth of income? Mary's gone way over the top. And Judas? 
text says, but Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, he who was about to betray him, him being Jesus, said, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he was concerned about the poor, but because he was a thief. Having charge of the money bag, he often helped himself to the change. John 12, 46. Judas is now threatened by Mary. His entire, entire, entire world comes crashing down all around him. Judas is a greedy, greedy disciple. Mary is a generous disciple. Mary gives with abandon. Judas is miserly fatigued. Mary sacrifices financially. Judas won't give a nickel. Mary shows her faith with her actions. Judas talks a good game, giving money to the poor. But we know he doesn't mean it. Mary loves the word give. But all Judas can do is get. Get more, get ahead, get on top. And it will kill him. Leave her alone, so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. <clears throat> Mary understands the cross. Mary believes these words from John chapter 1, verse 29. Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. John 2, verse 13. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. John 3, verse 14, And as Moses lifted up the servant, serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Mary gives Jesus everything she has, and in doing so, she prepares Jesus to give everything he has. And the room is filled with the smell of costly perfume. That was a powerful ointment. Yeah, just step in a room of something dying. You know that smell. Or maybe, like Mary's house, perfume in the air. The smell of a rose catches even my nose, I can smell hardly nothing. And suddenly, when you have that rose, maybe for some of you, you remember your first date. All the way back to high school, a long time for some of us. And you remember, he brought you a dozen roses. Or maybe it's the scent of your grandmother's perfume. I remember my grandmother's perfume. It also was overwhelming. But whenever I smelt it, after she passed away a long time ago, memories come flooding back. While words go to the thinking part of our brain, the smells go to the emotional part. That's why a whiff of grandma's perfume brings back emotions. Smells can stir us up in, in, with the powerful, powerful emotions. And that's also true for Jesus. Mary's strong perfume lingers with Jesus throughout Holy Week as he makes his way to the cross. 
Even on Good Friday, the fragrance of Mary's perfume still lingers. And then perhaps, just perhaps, when Jesus gives himself completely, all of his love and mercy and grace, holding nothing back for you or me, he might have still faintly smelled the sweet fragrance, a reminder that Mary had marked him just one word. Here. Both Matthew in chapter 26, 13 and Mark in chapter 14, verse 9 state, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she, Mary, has done will also be told in memory of her. Why is that? Because the kingdom of God isn't about hoarding and stockpiling. The kingdom of God isn't about chitsy, it's not about cheap. The kingdom of God isn't about get. Get will kill us. Always and forevermore, God's kingdom is solely about one word. Give. Give. And then what? Dokimiku. Sparks of joy. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. And so Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, shows up, shows us that the kingdom of God is about giving lavishly, giving generously, giving joyfully, and giving completely of us. Wherever this gospel is proclaimed, the whole world, what she has done, Mary, will also be told. Mary of her. Jesus never says this about anyone else in Scripture. Thanks to Mary, I think we can simply well life as a child of God to one simple word, one powerful word, one life-changing word. Try it out. It will change everything. It will create so much joy. And the word, you all know it now, I think. Yeah, G-I-V-E, give. Amen. Let us pray. Grace to heaven, Father, we're so thankful for the comparison of Mary who gives all of her self to our Lord, Jesus. When we compare that to what Judas did, it's just there's no comparison. Because not only did Mary give everything, but Jesus gave everything to all of us. So that we might have life with Him and with you in heaven forever and ever. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Let us sing my song of love.
Have any announcements this evening? Why not, as Jason reminded me, to remind you all, on the screen, right, so you all come to church on time on Sunday. But you don't have to stay up at 2 o'clock in the morning. But Jason might be able to communicate with him at that time if you're up. Send him a text at 2 in the morning. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you haven't got, uh, picked up the um, suffering servant Lenten devotion, they're on the table in the Arctic here. Pick one up on your way home. Pick one up for somebody else. And if you run out, we can print more. No announcements. Well, then let's go in peace to serve the Lord. We'll see you Sunday, and then back here again next Monday for our soup supper. I have no idea who's doing it. And we'll. LWM, thank you, Carrie. And we will. We'll